One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everyone, what is up? It is me, Ewan, from What Culture Gaming, joined today by Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. And Josh Brown. Hello there. I tried to think of some Star Wars name versions of your names on the spot then and it didn't it didn't come out. We had the Hello There's covered, so what more Star Wars, o- you know, references do you need? Ogo Browno. Ogdo Browno. Right, Ogdo. let's go with it. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I've been playing, we've all been playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order over the past weekend, the past few days, and I absolutely smashed it because I had to get the review done on Monday. So I played it on Friday evening all the way through the weekend. Well, I was with, with flu, by the way, just to prove how much of a trooper I am. And how it's supposed to be played. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I obviously finished the game on Sunday evening. Uh, the review should be up by the time this goes up. So you can yell at me or not yell at me, depending on how you think that went. Um, but we thought we'd basically come into this podcast today given that Fallen Order has been greeted with such effusive praise from across the board, some criticism, of course, uh, and whether or not we can label this as one of the, if not the best Star Wars game ever made. Now, that's a pretty dramatic statement, I'm going to say, but I want to open up to you guys, because obviously I have a different perspective of the game, given that I've completed it, and I'm on the, I'm on, actually kind of passionate about it enough to do the 100% thing. I'm currently going back through all the planets to try and do that. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd ask you guys what your experience of the game has been so far compared to those Star Wars games of yore. Well, I think I might be coming at this game from a slightly different perspective than you two, because of course it's Star Wars, okay. it's Respawn, it's a single player Star Wars game. It's something I've been looking forward to for a long time, but I didn't follow the marketing or pre-release sort of trailers all that much. I didn't really know what I was getting myself in for. All I knew was that it was a Jedi game. You know, I was going to be able to wield a lightsaber. I knew it was taking elements from sort of Dark Souls and the latest God of War, but I didn't have my expectations set high. And then that first mission started, and I was absolutely blown away. I thought that's probably one of the best opening introductory chapters in a game this year, maybe even of this generation. And there was a moment where I was looking out. I was with Cal. I had my lightsaber, you know, just turned it on, and I was looking at the scenery, and I took a screenshot on the PlayStation 4 because I just thought this is stunning and it just felt right i thought the game feel was great and i think those introductory hours are awesome where i'm up to now i do have more criticisms i'm not sure if it's the best star wars game of all time but it's certainly in my opinion the best star wars game of the current era Mm -hmm. i would say no it's not the best star wars game of ever just because it isn't but (laughs) great analysis (laughs) we're off home now (laughs) it's bad no it's not bad it's actually really good but uh same with you like the opening sections like going through and just i feel like this game more than any piece of Wars media has blended clone wars era with 
the I uh, mentioned that in my review original <laughs> trilogy. So I didn't even know this, <laughs> but it's it's probably one of the best blends of those eras together. Especially opening up when you're going through and the ships being cut apart, and they're always you see all these all these little bits. Like, oh, I know that, I know that, and then just like gonk joining the mud because there always is these days. <laughs> gonk, but uh, yeah, but I feel like for me, it uh, it's hard because even though the Battlefront games aren't perceived as that good i still really enjoyed them yes i agree i feel like they're more star wars games in a sense that's maybe the item versio campaign I, but, yeah. but because it, i think it's because this is trying to be is a, a souls like lights like it's just trying to like do it but not fully committing and i don't really feel like that fits star wars like for example, bog rats. Like I expect to hit that once with a lightsaber. I think I can cut through almost anything <laughs> and be dead. No, but that's two hits. But a stormtrooper is one hit. So it's like I get how you're trying to have a level of enemy, but the Star Wars major nerd brain throws me out of it. Yeah, that right. sort of thing, and I we'll, can't handle it. We'll get into the the nitty gritty of the combat soon. But I wanted to kind of focus on the opening because I think the opening is incredible. Like you both said, um, the it's I, I mentioned in the review that it's a perfect visual metaphor for the transition from the prequel trilogy into the original trilogy. You know, you're literally serving on a planet that is scrapping the ships, the Clone Wars, and given that you know in other Star Wars media set in between uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope tends to be set towards the tail end of that gap. You know, mm -hmm. right before Luke's Skywalker comes into the scene right on before the rebellion comes around, you know, with Star Wars Rebels and uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and even Solo to a degree. I think Solo actually might be set around a similar time as this. I can't recall. It's definitely before yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's set five years after Revenge of the Sith, so it's quite early on, and I think that is a great, unique niche they've carved out within that time frame. Obviously, Disney, since acquiring the Lucasfilm, uh, the Star Wars license and Lucasfilm in general, they've been really mining pretty much every single corner of like what Darth Vader was doing on, on <laughs> <Every> Thursday. <day. laughs> uh, you know, we've had all the comics from Marvel have been set in between episodes uh, four and five. We had a few, the, new, the series is getting rebooted next year, so it's going to go between five and six. We've had a few stuff in between four and three as well, a lot of books. And yeah, I feel as though Fallen Order, for fans of both the original trilogy and the prequels, and especially the Clone Wars cartoon as well, because there is so many references to that yeah. in this, I, I, I kind right. of got really excited when I heard D. Bradley Baker voicing <laughs> the old clone troopers and James Arnold Taylor's doing Obi-Wan and stuff. And yeah, I think narratively that opening is perfect. And I would encourage you guys, obviously you're going to finish it. Um, the final third is phenomenal as well. I think the final third might even be better than the opening. It's, it's genuinely Ooh, incredible. I um, in the opening, did it bug out for you at all? No, it didn't. It didn't bug out for me, but I will, I, I'm going to get to that because I think the middle act for me, I, uh, I was really enjoying my time with the game. And then it got to the middle bit. I think, you know, you go back to Kashyyyk after you've already dealt with it the first time. And... Um, there was just the, there was a, the thing that got me is that I'm, I'm usually fine with Metroidvania titles I think if you backtrack and there's a sense of narrative progression to the backtracking I'm totally fine with that you know obviously they give a reason mild spoilers here that Saul Guerrero bugs out of Kashyyyk to, uh, to to basically do his own thing um, but the problem is you go back and it's the same it's the same with every planet in the game up until uh, Dathomir you go back and it's the exact same enemy spawning in the exact same pattern fighting the exact same enemies with the exact same weapons and to me that kind of stifles any sense of narrative progression I was getting from it. It's like, well, okay, I've been to Kashyyyk the first time, but I still know that there are going to be five troopers here. I know there are going to be two troopers here, and they're going to be fighting this spider here. I know there's going to be this purge trooper at the end of the corridor. And that kind of really 
it, it was tedious. I thought it was just like, well, if you're going to do backtracking, do it like Arkham does, where when the world's changing as you influence the story, so too do the enemies. They adapt, they do different things. And obviously the game introduces new enemy types the further you go in, but I did feel as though it lacked that sense of adaptability to make the Metroidvania and Souls-like elements work very well. Yeah, I got this actually a bit before that, because I'm currently at Kashyyyk now again mm-hmm. in the new area, but when I went back to Zephyr, because you revisit all these planets, obviously, I just got so frustrated because when I was there the first time, I explored everything. Mm. Everything that turned green, I investigated. So I'd actually gotten to the area I was supposed to go the second time around. Obviously, I couldn't do anything in it because I wasn't equipped to actually, you know, progress through there. But I had been all around there. I had backtracked all the way through. I got lost in the caves. And when I had to come back and do that again, because if, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the 3D map that's involved is is confusing. both great yeah. because it highlights everything you need to know but and also incredibly confusing and although there are shortcuts between areas they aren't like souls where you can loop right back to the start you have to just sort of get around on your own volition and the game doesn't really sort of once you finished a mission you have to find your way back but like you said you and it doesn't adapt to what you've actually done so the enemy placements are the same so you <clears> find <throat> yourself sort of skipping them but then you can't really skip them because they pop out the ground and they knock you off cliffs and stuff. So it was, I just got to a moment last night where even though I love the Metroidvania style the first time I experienced it, mm-hmm. and it was genuinely satisfying to unlock new areas and see what's behind, you know, closed doors and uncover secrets. When I had to continue to backtrack through the same areas, it just completely killed the pacing dead for me. For me, this this kind of thing works so well in like Bloodborne. I, I'd lapped that game up, like played it to death. But here I just... It's something about the style set and it's something about just going to the same areas. Oh, there's not that many options to get around people. And it's like, oh, fine, I'll try and kill them then. Or stuff like you sometimes you just want to throw these people that way, but you never really get enough force to do that and certain things like that. And it's just, it does feel like a slog after a while and trying to just find certain things. And as you say, like when a few, you know, these guys are fighting the spider, but you can almost always know how that's going to turn out Mm -hmm. and then when to go in and attack. And it's just, I've got been to a few areas like three times now and it's getting to the point where like, oh, I think it's Zephyr where you have to get back to your ship at one point. And I, I got lost because that map, I mean, it would be great if I had it in a physical space and I could look around it and stuff or if the game gave me an option to put a black screen behind it so I can see, but I could barely tell where I was going at some point. It's the highlight. The highlighting feature is annoying because I love I love the attention to detail. I love the fact that they blend blended the map perfectly into Star Wars' aesthetic, but there is an issue where you've got the different levels and because everything is in that light blue hue, yeah. even when you're looking at different things, it gets it put in a, in a lighter blue. Yeah. You need to have those boundaries more clearly distinguished, I think. And for me, it's just, it's little problems that add up to quite a frustrating experience because that could be fine if that was the only issue Mm -hmm. but then you have to add on top of that the long ass elevator rides that just take forever to get from one place to the other and the long load times after you die which doesn't really encourage you to run through enemies in case you do get hit and i think the bloodborne dark souls comparison is very salient not only in the combat but how you explore and i love those games to death and i actually really really quite like maybe even love fallen order but this is an example i think of how that sort of interconnected world and, you know, persistent enemies is sort of done poorly because in Dark Souls of Bloodborne, you can run through areas you've already been through. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting hit really. If you know where you're going, you can get through quite quickly here you don't have that same luxury. If you're running around, you might get shot at, you might run into a group of enemies you have to take on or at least fight to get past them. And it's just little, little issues. But there are so many of them that they add up to when you do get to one of those moments where you have to backtrack or you Mm -hmm. have to go through somewhere you've already been. It's just 
It's a very frustrating experience and does sort of grind everything to a halt until you're through it. And then you can finally experience a good story beat or a new yeah. area. That's and worth it. But those games you can teleport, right? So like, uh, uh, I think you can teleport them, yeah. between some of the areas. Yeah, some people have been asking for uh, tele- fast travel between meditation points, which that I think would, would be which, a very, very yeah. good would point. Be, even if they gave you a few, few, which would have been handy. Because especially in some levels, there are so many of these Spyro slash Crash Bandicoot ice slides. Like yeah. there's, there's loads of them or like going down the gravel thing. And <laughs> they kind of pause me like, sure, sure. But like, I don't need to keep going down this slide all the time and I want to go back just to that point. But oh no, I've gone down the slide now. That's going to take me 10 minutes to get mm. back to that point. Yeah, man. Like the level design is strange because it does have this sort of shortcut system and it is interconnected. But I got to a moment yesterday when I was on um, Zepho and I was sort of in like the Imperial base or whatever and I was trying to get back out the way I came and I thought that was you know, the natural way I was supposed to go because the game didn't usher me down any specific route. So I just went the way I thought I was supposed to. And I got all the way back. And then there was a, you know, like an obstacle in my way that was slightly too high to jump and climb on that was stopping me from just getting the elevator back up. Oh, you haven't unlocked double jump yet? I haven't unlocked double jump Yeah, you don't unlock double jump until like the final, like like the most classic video games. I just thought that was so arbitrary and so antithetical to the promotion of like the exploration before then. And this might sound like my but I don't think it is because it really hampers your immediate mm-hmm. enjoyment of the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Dark Souls leanings for a little bit because I want to talk about the combat. And uh, I'm actually a big fan of Fallen Order's combat for, for the most part. I do think that in those the boss battles, it really shines through. I've not had this much fun fighting bosses in Yonks. Like, I absolutely adore going up against these enemies. And I enjoyed getting my ass kicked. That might sound like it's a bit of a kink, but in genuine mm. honesty, I do actually enjoy actually learning from my mistakes. I, I quite like that. I liked the... I felt as though it wasn't holding my hand, which I think is a massive problem problem with loads of licensed games these days you know and for the most part i do think fallen order even if it does air more on the side of not so much empowering the player i do think that the balance is mostly right i enjoy taking on troopers in the right way i enjoy taking on groups of enemies when i figured out that you're not meant to use the camera to lock on to individual people when you're coming up against more than two people because that will get you killed very quickly and i wish that had been more telegraphed more clearly because i did that all the way up until like the last two levels or something your movement is so hindered when you lock on to someone i love that because that's actually a classic dark souls problem that is another game that tells you to lock on to enemies but you have to you know work out through experimentation Mm. that you know locking on isn't suitable for every area Mm. so it's funnily it's interesting that you know they've been inspired by Dark Souls and also brought along some of those perceived issues yeah. that come along. A with- massive issue for me as well is like I, I I can't really remember if it's the case, but I remember the dodge in some like the Dark Souls and Bloodborne being really good. But in this, what is the point of pressing circle once? It does nothing. Like I always oh. like I if if I don't double dodge, I feel like everything's always I'm panic me evading or all just, the time, like. or just just about clawing me. And when you fight the enemies, like it's just the bosses. I love fighting the like if you fight someone like the second sister or some of the purse troopers, some of that. You put me against a giant frog, and it's just like one of the most <laughs> ir- like, horrible experiences of my life. That giant frog can go and do one. I hate that thing. Like at the beginning of the game, I sat there for forty minutes trying to be. It's like, what am I? Do-? And I was like, no, I'm, uh, this giant frog can go away. I got the little shiny thing that it obviously wants me to grab. Now I'm done. Go away, frog. And now, now you know what? Now I'm more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I'm going to go back and execute Order 66 on its ass, and then we will have a nice time. Hey, Ben Roy. 
Yes. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I can't believe how many dreams Ogdo Bogdo has crushed. Like, More than Skungus. <laughs> like, Ogdo Bogdo isn't even, like, the worst one, to be fair. Like, he's... Yeah, I, I kind of... I thought that in my review, I really honed in on the idea of, you know, the, the, the idea of empowering versus challenging the player. And obviously, the lightsaber is one of the biggest quandaries you can possibly have as a developer because mm -hmm. you have this insanely powerful weapon that can cut through anything. It can do anything in one kill. And obviously, you know, we've been going back and playing through Jedi Outcast and that, yes. I feel as though that game, even though I do enjoy Fallen Order, I do think Outcast got the lightsaber right. I feel as though that was how it should be done, but I definitely agree that, you know, you have to challenge people in different ways and you can't just copy what came before. Um, do you guys feel that came through? Did you ever feel, and I guess you know, don't have to take the narrative context into account as well with, you know, Cal being just a Padawan when Order 66 happens and not finishing his training and then being on the run and having all that post-traumatic stress, which kind of severs his connection with the Force. Yeah. Did you feel as though the game justifies neutering you in some respects? I think so. I, I, I like the progression in it, the way you sort of build up to these different Force powers, the way you get better, you know, in combat with a lightsaber. And for me, the lightsaber itself, like you said, there are so many different ways developers can sort of interpret it because you can't just have it be this thing that cuts through anything and kills people in one hit. You have to find a way to balance it. And we've had, you know, different depictions of it throughout the gaming world. But for me, I like this one because we're doing like the sort of Dark Souls, more methodical approach to combat. And I think it lends itself well. And it sort of reminds me more of the way lightsabers are portrayed in The Force Awakens, for instance. Mm, they yeah. can, you know, hit things. They don't just slice straight through anything. There's a sense of a weight to them that I actually really appreciate. I I think yeah. combined with the animations in this game make combat sort of more impactful than it has been in previous games. It makes the lightsaber itself this kind of, you know, almost like a tool you need to tame. It's not just something you can pick up and start elegantly twirling around like you're in the prequel trilogy. You need to properly master it. You need to know when to attack and what ways to attack. And yeah, it might throw up some, you know, dissonance or incongruity incongruity with the way that you can slice through stormtroopers in one hit and then you know you come up against a big rat and that takes about three but for me i don't personally mind that stuff and if as long as it makes the combat good i'm all for it and i do love the combat in this game i in fact i wish there was more yeah i wasn't expecting you to be so neutered as you are at the beginning of the game and for so long like um I know we need progression in this game, but not getting like some basic abilities that are like every Jedi has, I won't say them, but like it's just, I felt a bit like they were trying to be deliberately slow and I still don't ha have the ability to jump pretty well. And mm. it just really like pulls me out. Like it's, I, I don't know, I don't feel like it was telegraphed that one. I guess this is just me going into it. But like uh, fighting endless amounts of scout troopers with their batons, I feel like they should have invented a new type of uh, trooper mm. that maybe has more like lightsaber resistant armor or something. Because millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For me again, like, I don't... It's just something weird about, oh, his, his four more scout troopers. I feel like there should have been another tier between that and the purge trooper to really like, sort of... We do have the uh, the commander scout trooper who I actually found more annoying than the purse trooper on <laughs> occasion. Give him a different like outfit, make him like say a bit uh, the color yeah. gray or something. Maybe there is something towards the end, but certain things that just sort of grinded me mm-hmm. with me for a bit. And I don't mind the combat like the like actual lightsaber combat toys. Like I think it's actually pretty good, mm-hmm. but maybe I'd prefer like the choice between like a few stances that's mm. something that like outcast even as basic as it is like whack 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 you get the choice of like say mediums uh fast and uh strong mm-hmm. whereas like everything in this wants to cut down your force bar and wants to take away your force like meter and i feel like it's so reserved sure you can get it back if you hit an enemy but i feel like it's just so reserved it's like oh well, i don't want to waste a I strong agree. attack yeah i'm gonna go and use push to throw someone off the edge because I can get the instant kill there rather than doing that or rather than push triangle twice for maybe a strong attack, which almost does nothing the to thing, The thing is, yeah. I was going to say, the, the decision to make force and stamina the same, because you have block stamina and then you have, you're attacking stamina and then your force is into one bar. I uh, do agree with you. That's the one area where I felt yeah. really annoyed because I found myself running out of force mm-hmm. so, so quickly. And it was fine in boss battles because I had to gear it back up and it made it so that it was challenging. But when you're taking on different groups of enemies at one time and you, you lead them with a heavy attack, there's a really called double lightsaber move you get where you can do it once and you're flinging it around it's like getting everyone but you do kind of miss out on the other cooler abilities in the process i was going to move on to a different thing very quickly uh and talk about um the level of polish in the game yes uh because this to me is the thing that brought this down from a four-star game in my eyes or an eight out of ten or whatever you want to call it and really kind of took me out of the moment in a lot of places the lack of polish in this game given that it's been worked on for four or five years something like that uh, I thought it was appalling I don't want to be too harsh to respawn because I think they've made a very very compelling game as a Star Wars fan I absolutely loved it but 
there were just so many. This is one of the worst running games I've had on my PlayStation. The amount of texture pop-ins, the amount of times I saw assets loading in, glitches, bugs. It was really frustrating, and I'm kind of surprised that not more has been made out of it. And I think it's because people have been so desperate for a single-player Star Wars game mm-hmm. for ages. But I think if this, if this was any other license, if this was Ubisoft, yes. people would be making compilation videos on YouTube and doing yeah. all sorts. I Yeah, you yeah. mentioned this uh, like when you were reviewing it yesterday, you mm. and I hadn't got to a point where this had become a major problem. It was running fine at bar some texture popping. And mm. then when I returned to Kashyyyk last night, everything just started going wrong. I, it was a point where I was supposed to get a new force power and your guy is supposed to be suspended upside down. It had spawned me in on the ground and I was just free to run around <laughs> and I couldn't do anything and I couldn't quit outside. I turned the game off and turned it back on again. There were a couple other hard crashes. There were stormtroopers falling through the floor and then the long load times. And that's the killer for me because you have this sort of system. Bloodborne OG long load Yes, it is. Yeah. It is exactly like that. Like I said, it's it's copied over all of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, specifically their problems. It doesn't encourage that sort of, you know, one more go mentality. You're going up against these sub-bosses that are quite difficult. They're challenging but fun and you want to take them down. But after you've gotten beat by them five times and you've gone through those loading screens and then ran back to where you need to be, the the fire's just sort of gone. And it's just, again, it's these little issues. And I feel like I've been so down in it because <laughs> I love the individual elements. and I love the way they're supposed to work. Agreed. But then you get stuff like the long load times that throw a spanner in the works. And it just kind of makes you wonder whether it needed another, you know, three months polish time yeah i mean we, t- we talked about this briefly there was no way that ea yeah. were going to count on selling a star wars game after rise of skywalker or after christmas no. which you know I, I feel for respawn in that regard because if they did ask for more time they're kind of stuck in a lose-lose situation because you miss that window and in ea's mind they're already taking a chance on a single player star wars game as well we already know, we already know how project ragtag and orca went they must have been thinking about this in the back of their head minds as well so yeah i don't know have you had any issues with the lack of polish benroy yeah i for one point i was meant to push something it open but the the texture stayed there mm. but the the object had obviously gone so i was walking through like a ghost door and no point when i was talking to uh, the second sister at one point she was a blurry sort of blamange like she wasn't <laughs> she had a shape but it was just like a bit drippy and a bit like i couldn't really <laughs> tell if that was maybe a really bad like melted darth vader cosplay mm-hmm. but um and then it popped in half room and i'm kind of like it almost makes me wish the days of pre-rendered cutscenes would return because then you wouldn't have this it would be sort of there yeah but it's just three or four times now i've had a character talk to me and they've not had their full texture for about five seconds yeah and then it pops in and in the ship your two friends they always seem really low res yeah, and they, you notice when you also when you leave the ship, they they stand there like stars of Phantom Menace, PS One, like you must go and do this. Yeah, and they just stand there. They don't do anything. They, they teleport just... around in front of you as well. Yeah. If you access the whole table, you literally see Seer loading right in front of you. And that lack of polish really frustrates me because it's it's the simple things. And when you're on Kashyyyk as well, I think the Wookiees are like one week away from being a full-on meme. They look demonic. How, how has this not yeah, been a meme? I'm exactly. Genuinely... They could have borrowed Battlefront 2's Wookiees. Yeah, I was yeah. shooting them last but night. Like, <laughs> like, it's, just, it's not even just the Wookiees. Like just, there's another, there's a second in command of Saws that's on Kashyyyk that you meet. And you look at the character model that she has and her Fingers are like PS2 quality, like they're all like one like blocky thing holding onto this rifle. To be fair, he's and, even pretty bad. Yeah, as well. yeah, and it's just it's it's really frustrating when they've spent so much effort on obviously the main characters, Cal, Seer, Grease, all the other characters. They look fantastic, but when they haven't, you can tell when that extra level of detail just wasn't applied. Yeah, and that really does 
take you out of the moment, which is, again is a massive shame because as a Star Wars fan, I love this game and the story. I, I'm in love with the story. I think that even though there are many criticisms that you could level at Cal, I think you know he's respawn have really kind of um, really repudiated the criticisms that he just be another generic Jedi with a blue lightsaber in between episodes three and four. I think he's they've done something very unique in terms of you know analyzing a Jedi's journey through the prism of, Re of Revenge of the Sith. Um, I will say yeah. one other thing about, not necessarily jank, but when you kill some of the enemies, obviously they stay there and they have collision on you, which is like, I wasn't expecting. Hmm. And I killed one of the larger enemies and it died in front of somewhere where I had to go. And because I can't jump for hell yet, <laughs> I had to sort of like jimmy it off. Like just yeah. because it was in the way. It's like, well, I, I can't jump. <laughs> I just can't jump this unless I push you off. So I'm like, sort of like, sort of trying to clip it off there the was, edge. There was a wave uh, level that I had where there was a character that I was like a push into it and I, I forced pushed them into some lava below and uh, then they just fell onto the floor and I was like, oh God, this is this is it. I've got to fight everyone again. And then luckily, even though they, because they, they glitched through the floor again, the head was there and I managed to force push them and then unlock the next tier of enemies. But it was, yeah. Also, can I say, screw enemies that are just stood around the corner classic <laughs> soul like, <laughs> by the way I'm around the corner lol you're dead or I, you've, I learned, half you your put your guard up as you're yep. going around that's oh, what you do I, I know it, I, this is like nitpicky complaint but oh, so be cautious Benroy don't go you don't have full sense a Jedi, doesn't a Jedi doesn't rush into danger Benroy <laughs> I have one final sort of glitchy complaint yes. before I can start gushing about the game probably mm. but it's when um, you're running from area to area in a world and this only really affects me when i have hdr on which is a shame because i have to turn it off and it looks lush and i'm really sad but when you are moving from area to area even though there isn't like a load screen sometimes it just brings you to a halt and then you do get a load screen and then you have to load the next part which again isn't conducive to these backtracking through area segments mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be rushing past and trying to get where you need to be but then not only is the level design making it too long you're also hitting loading screens and then it's just why isn't this more seamlessly connected yeah. in respawn I'm so sorry your game is really good <laughs> well, it's just these tiny issues we'll get to that now because you know we're nearly out of time but I do think I want to reiterate that I genuinely had a great time playing yes. Star Jedi Fallen Order I think it's a shame that some of its flaws the little things do add up to bring it down a little bit but at the end of the day as a Star Wars fan I had a great time and I loved so much about it I think the story is incredible you guys are honestly not ready for how great that final act is I'm so um, sorry yeah. and uh, yeah I thought that the Jedi customization I thought the customization of Cal and the Stinger Mantis in particular were a bit, a little bit lackluster uh, I mentioned in my review that I thought they could have done so much more with the Mantis in terms of making it almost like a Red Dead 2 camp where you could have been performing busy work on the ship doing maintenance doing whatever because you've already got the terrarium you already know Grease is cooking just do some <laughs> more stuff with that it would have been dead easy but the lightsaber customization is honestly a dream come true I mean I'm sure as we all probably not going to get to go to Galaxy's Edge anytime soon no, having the option you. to create your own weapon even though I think it's thematically at odds with a later moment in the story which I won't spoil for you guys um, I do think that actually having the ability to do that is really really cool I yeah. love the different things that you can do with that I just it, it, in my own little nerd way, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd not touched it now. It almost does feel a bit like kind of pointless because like there's kind of no reason apart from per personal preference. Mm -hmm. Like if you had a one-on-one -on -one dueling mode in this where you could like, we could fight each other, that'd be, mm. that would be like a reason for that to be in there. Personal preference is all I need, Ben Roy. I was <laughs> telling you before, but I wasn't actually going to get this game at launch. I was going to wait until um, Rise of Skywalker came out and have a proper Star Wars binge. Oh, I love Christmas. <laughs> you and, I know, Christmas time, Star Wars time, perfect. Mm -hmm. But then you and put on Twitter, I think it was a... Uh, the clip of the orange lightsaber the getting made. Of you 
my you glorious know, blade. Flicking through the different options for your lightsaber and then, you know, pulling it out, oi oi, and then turning <laughs> it on. And I just thought, that's awesome. I need that in my life. I need <laughs> to create my own lightsaber. I need to toggle between, you know, green and blue. Do you want some hazium smelt in your saber? Do you want yes, some dudium? Very important yes, question. What, what color lightsaber are you guys going with? Uh, I did an orange one, and then the other color I went with, I can't say because it's a spoiler. Don't restrict yourself to one lightsaber is what I say. You know, choose whatever feels good in the moment. If you're on, for instance, a jungle planet, for me, it's green all the way. An icy planet, blue. You don't need the contrast. I that. I had a bit of orange for a while, but Qui-Gon green. <laughs> Qui-Gon green. Yeah. I think my biggest sort of, you know, pro for this game is not only that it looks lush and the combat is awesome. And, you know, I really do feel like a Jedi when I'm pushing one storm, storm troop off a ledge and then deflecting so nonchalantly a blaster back to the final one. But the we've gone we talked about it at the beginning but the rooting in this sort of time frame we've had a lot of games and i'm not i'm a big star wars doc but i'm not like you guys who uh you know spend a lot of time big nerds, yeah, in the right. um, <laughs> expanded universe so this time period between episode three and four it's just sort of kind of been to me a no man's land where things get sort of pushed the games get sort of like pushed in that time frame it doesn't really have a proper grounding for the first time in a long time i've really felt like this space really matters and really you know there's the stories worth telling there and that it's a great place where i want to spend time and it grounds it so well in the story itself even the beats that are so obviously going to happen are executed so well i don't care that they're so predictable like they are so interesting thematically and emotionally and so well delivered by a strong script and strong performances that i'm here for the ride and i'm having a good time and i want to see where it goes and i just want to say that like I echo the same thing that I thought that this was maybe going to be a bit of a drab story, but it wasn't. I'm really enjoying it so far. Cal is not just like generic man seven that I thought he might be. I'm actually really enjoying his character arc and progression, like find out more about his past. His relationship with BD. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And even BD's, I feel like BD's more endearing than some of the other droids we've had, like, especially that hair dry thing that I can see in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but um, I'm just... It's, it's <coughs> sorry. It's fleshing out the Star Wars, Star Wars universe in a way that I wasn't expecting, mm. and it's it's weird because Star Wars is done again. We've now got a new genre of Star Wars game. Like we've had like every every type of game you can think of, Yoda stories. We've just had a different type of Star Wars game, and this is doing it well. Uh, the, the things that I'm saying are just like nibbles and gribbles. That I feel like things that it's because I love Star Wars and I need this to be good and it is yeah. good but i feel like you've always got to criticize things even though they're good and i think yeah. this is well worth purchasing like I, I i think we've been it feels like we've been ragging on it for a bit but no this is yeah. Probably in the top ten Star Wars games of all yes, time. But I think, probably not the best. I think I've struggled. I've, str I've always struggled to name my favorite Star Wars games. Sometimes it's Jedi Outcast. Sometimes it's Academy. They're sometimes, all different. Sometimes right. it's Republic Commando. Sometimes it's Star Wars Battlefront Two, the original one. I have so many. Even though the new one's really good, hmm. I, I always struggle. I always struggle. I think that's because I love so much of Star Wars, and actually choosing a favorite is very difficult. Because I could say Fallen Order is my favorite because mm -hmm. I've loved it so much. I I think its positives outweigh the negatives by far. Um, I will say though. This is a question I have because I don't know how long EA have controlled the license for. And obviously, we learned, me and Scott went down to London. We learned that this game has been in production before EA acquired Respawn. I am curious to see, would you guys like to see a sequel to this game? Because we know we've got another uh, Star Wars game coming in, I think, in 2021, 2022. Yeah. And we know Battlefront 3 is probably going to be a thing eventually, uh, along with another hopeful single-player 
title if EA can find it in their hearts to do that. Um, do you want to see another Fallen Order or would you like to see something like an open world Star Wars game in the vein of the cancelled Project Orca or the kind of Project Ragtag Amy Hennig Uncharted S thing? Because I know Fallen Order kind of gets the Uncharted itch a little bit mm-hmm. and I am curious to see if, you, if, this is, if this game is so positively reviewed. Do you want to see another follow-up or would you rather the ip branched out in a different direction i because i'm torn i i kind of want both yeah yeah <laughs> i i definitely want a sequel because when this is firing on all cylinders it is my favorite star wars game like there's to me it's it's everything i want from a star wars specifically a star wars jedi game it's just those small issues that bring it down i think respawn have such a solid base here like the game feel in particular just moving around this world to me feels awesome and if you've nailed that if you've nailed the setting if you've nailed even the characters if you can build on that and sort out these issues we've been talking about and then build on the great stuff you've already got there then you might make the best star wars game i would also like you know the brand in general to diversify as well though it's cool that we've got these battlefront games and now this but ea has had the license for a long time 2013 baby (laughs) we haven't seen you know that many star wars games that many new star wars games because i mean even this it's it's the third triple a star wars game that year exactly this is indebted to the star wars games that have come before in battlefront is obviously a reboot of a beloved series we haven't seen a new take on this series in a video game form which is kind of weird but if you've got battlefront if you've got fallen order i'd love them to continue and i'd love something new to go alongside it maybe something open world maybe something bounty hunter based i don't know give me the mandalorian game Ooh. i'm hesitant to say open world because so many open worlds recently like especially falling over in death Stranding. <laughs> i think i would want this again but maybe jedi fallen looser bit looser not so tight with some things or maybe sort out some of the animals a bit if that's not the opposite of order ben Roy. i know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you know fallen order but a bit a bit to the side maybe a bit, a bit like this fallen chaos fallen disorder <laughs> yeah just, just change a bit from it, no, but i probably would say that wide linear or segmented open world spots they say like let's have a wander around tatooine for no reason mm. let's see what's yeah. going on there but yeah something like this again but Maybe just a bit more polish. Obviously, we got Rise of Skywalker coming out. Yeah, had to get out before then. Mm, I really like that idea. I just want to see a reboot of like Rogue Squadron or Tie Fighter or something. Give me a probably good Phantom Star Menace Wars. game. Phantom yeah. Menace game. Phantom Menace game. This you is... can walk around Tatooine on that. You yeah. can. You get chopped to bits by this, a fan, which you do in is... Fallen Order as well. What about Jedi Power Battles before? Power? Hell yes, bring, yeah. bring, bring back. Take it back. Power Battles is the best Star Wars game. Plo Koon. And on, that note, uh, and on that note, I want to know what you all think of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order down in the comments below. Is it your favorite Star Wars game or weren't you a fan? And once you've done that, please be sure to head back on over to whatculture.com after you've liked, shared, and subscribed the video. Duh, that kind of goes without saying as well. You can follow Josh Brown on Twitter at Josh Brown with two O's. You can follow Ben Roy on Twitter at, at Ben Roy Turner. You can follow me on Twitter at You Moons Things. I hope you have a great day. And yeah, may the force be with you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Play Star Wars Demolition on PS1. <sighs> Power Battles. Bombard Racing. <sighs>Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.